So I did shots of Mojo and his mom on WrestleMania night, and guys, it was the best thing ever. And I got nothing. Whoopi gets nothing. Why be woken when you can always be broken? Nikki Gallows in a bathroom? Totally awkward. Or totally iconic. We need Cody for president. Hey, every club beats a villain. The Bullet Club single-handedly saved wrestling. Bray Wyatt lives in darkness, and I would follow him into the dark. Rebby Hardy is goals and my spirit animal. Yeah, and that's why you went running drunk down Berman Street screaming her name. We're iconic. Totally iconic. Nikki and Jennifer. We are the queens of the ring. Hi. Hi, guys. So this is like the second time that we're recording a podcast this week because we had technical difficulties with the first. Yeah, we tried to do our um, extravaganza and... uh, (laughs) It didn't go. It didn't go so well. No, like half of the audio didn't work. It was a whole shit show. Yeah, it kind of turned into a whole group, just group of girls talking about whatever, which it's not really the point of this. Although it was fun, like we, was, like, like three of us got drunk, sort of, and you know, it's a good time. Um, it, it was a good time. I will say that, but it's totally not what we planned. No, but we are redoing it. Yes. We're going to, um, Nikki was saying earlier, there's going to be ground rules. <laughs> Literally, like, we can't do uh, th- over three hours of just talking about random crap. No. Like, that's not fair to you guys, not fair to us, not fair to anybody, so. Well, to be, be honest, Jennifer bailed after about two hours. So. You did, yeah. I literally. <sighs> I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. It's late. I'm done. Nikki was done after a little while, but I was moderating, so <laughs> I had to kind of stick around. It was expected. You could have been like, okay, and just like hit the turn the audio button, but the record button off. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it, it turned into a whole thing. But it will happen, probably in the next week or so, hopefully depending on how everybody's schedules go. It worked out really well this time with everybody's schedule. Like there was yeah. like, everybody's like, well, what day can you do it? And everybody said the exact same day. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know? Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe how we'll get happens. lucky again. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But yes, you'll get the girl gang on here. Hopefully we can all record this and the sound could all work and all of that. Yeah. We're going to do some sound checks. Mic check. One, two, one, two. That's exactly what I was thinking in my head, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. But Nikki had some good news this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you it sucks because that was, like, live on the podcast. It well, all unfolded on the podcast. I know. Well, it, I talked about part of it, but I didn't talk about all oh, of it. Oh, no. You didn't talk, and I told all of mine when well, it happened I, to me. I told so you it's your turn. I didn't. I didn't. I told you not to, and you did. I did not. What did I tell? You told everybody what what the DMs were about. I did not. Yes, you did. 
On the podcast? I think so. No, I didn't. You you sent one of them to the group. No, no, sent- not mine, yours. You've mentioned what, what were the DMs on the podcast. That's what I'm saying. I told no, all mine. So now it's your turn. I don't want to tell all mine. Oh, my God. Mine was a lot more, you know, than yours. Well, yeah. So, so you can tell yours. I don't want to. Let's just say, guys, the DMs were popping. Oh, God. You're not even going to tell what ha- anything? Bray- it was all coming out on the last podcast. Well, yeah, because I had liquid courage. Um, Bray Wyatt is now following me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we talked in the DMs. And you it was did. a good time. But what was so funny was is that he followed her. And he liked a picture of yours first or something. And then he followed her. And then I, whenever we all got in the, the, the group chat, I was like, oh, well, now you can DM him because now you're. And she's like, I can. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, are you sure? Hold on. And she's like, oh, wait, I can. I'm like, um, yeah. Like, that was the first thing I thought was, oh, now she can get into his DMs. And, like, she didn't even think about it at first. I didn't. Like, honestly, yeah. I think I was so shocked that I was just like, what? Yeah. But I'm glad I did. It's a good time. I would do it again. Well, I think you should tell all. Later. <laughs> Later. Mm. They made you very oh. happy, though. I was very happy, and honestly, I want more. Well, doesn't everybody? Well, you got way more than I did. Uh, over how long of a period of time? <laughs> I know, but I've been going a year. No, I mean like from the initial message. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still want more. So Bray Wyatt, if you're somehow listening, Nikki wants more. Nikki wants more. You'll get it, but you may have to ask for it. I'm just saying, don't be too proud to ask for it. I've kind of learned that in my week this week. Don't be <laughs> too proud to ask for something. Nope. No? Don't be. Though I wasn't one of those creepy girls who, like, begs somebody to follow me. I've never done that. Oh, I've, I've never that. done that, guys. Ever. Like, Bray didn't follow me, like, just because I was like, oh, my God, follow me. Don't be that yeah. person. Don't be that. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. There's a, I think we probably talked about her before. There's a Mojo girl that's like that. There is. And she, I saw her on Mojo's live stream and I was just like, oh my God. What'd she say? She's like, oh my God. Hi, Mojo. You're out. You're with the animals. Oh my God. Like, she was all just like, oh my God. Oh. And I was just like, okay, calm the fuck down. Seriously. He's, with, he's looking at a bear right now. Like, chill the fuck out. Oh my god. You should go to Mojo's Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, and see his pictures with the little baby animals. And where are they? Uh, North North Dakota? North Dakota. Yeah. They're adorable. He had a baby wolf and a baby was it Mountain Lion? Mountain Lion. So adorable. So adorable. Jen got the feels. I did. It was I probably can't even still remember the names of the animals. It was C- Cinnamon the Mountain Lion and 
What was the wolf's name? That's how bad. That's how many times I looked. That's how many times I looked at it that I actually remember what the name of the animals were. Because it was just. So I don't remember. It was just so adorable. I don't remember, guys. So there you go. But I wouldn't have even seen it because honestly, lately I don't really. Other than Twitter, I don't really follow a lot of, like, like check a lot of wrestlers' social medias. Cinnamon. Send them oh, to me. it's Cinnamon the Baby Mountain Lion and Chanigan the Baby Wolf. Chanigan, like shenanigan, is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah, and he in the baby wolf like licked him in the face, guys. It was so cute. And Mojo kissed the baby wolf right back, and he kind of looks like Dean Ambrose, which is my dog. So I'm like, oh. so cute, <laughs> so cute. It's so like cute. a puppy almost. There was pictures of Braun with There's some the, as well. Braun and Mojo were at uh, the. Uh, the park together. Mm-hmm. Mojo's making friends, man. He is. He's got new friends, guys. Better friends. Yeah. Um, and it's one step closer to friends with my my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, plus, like we, you told me last week or week or week before or something about how he helped get Mojo into the WWE. So I, I think they're already, I think they're already friends on the download. It was IRS who did. So yeah, there you go. So I think they're friends on the download. I'm just saying. Yes. Which kind of works. Yeah. I think so. Yes, it does. But yeah, part of them were on that tour and then the rest of them were in Japan. Or Becky, Becky and the new day. And Aiden English reenacted Mario and Luke Harper reenacted Mario Kart in the streets of Tokyo driving these hey, go-karts. Hey, Luke Harper was Mario, so it was adorable. Guys, it was amazing. I kind of want to do it. It was so funny. I'd do it. I want a onesie. Becky had on a onesie. I want a onesie. Yeah. They just look so comfortable. But I want a unicorn onesie. I want a skeleton onesie. Okay. I'll buy you a skeleton onesie. You buy me a unicorn onesie. Okay. Okay. We'll wear them in New York. Okay, I'll wear it on the street. In New York, you can wear whatever you want. I'll wear it on the street. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'll be coming up in the bar at 2 a.m. getting my drink in my, in my unicorn onesie. Mojo Raleigh, we'll find you then. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I really would not care. I really would. Not there. Some places I would. There, no. New York has seen it all. Not to go totally off topic, but the murder that's in the headlines right now, the Bronx murder, it makes me sick to my stomach every time I think about it. And that's all I see when I get on Twitter a lot of times. It's very disturbing. Mm. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's horrible. It's disturbing. It's horrible. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up, um, just look under the hashtag justice for junior and you can find all the stuff about it. But happened in the Bronx, I think, and it was awful. Awful. I don't know. I follow a lot of like real crime, true crime stuff. And ugh, it's awful. And the guy that ate, that um, dismantled his mother with a butter knife in his teeth. Yeah, Jen told me that one. And I was like, what? I still don't understand how he did that. <laughs> I just don't see how anybody could do that. I I, I really don't. Like I, mean, I keep like, I, I'm no like. 
I mean, like not how? even who has you know who bites people a lot in WWE. <laughs> Uh, Pete. Pete. Not even Pete could do that. Like I, I, I'm a biter. Like, oh, I'm too. But like, no lie, I bite myself. I bite other people. Like, I'm a biter. I've been a biter my whole life. I've never like bitten somebody to the point of like even getting past a first layer of skin. Like, I know it's awful. Like, and like his teeth aren't like filed down or anything. Like. A butter knife in his teeth. I don't understand. Like how? I don't get it. How? I, I mean, yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it either, guys. I, like literally, Jen sent me that, and I was just like, "Huh?" <laughs> That's crazy. Like I, I literally sat there for a good, good like five minutes, just wondering how. I know, I can't wait till the court case. Although he probably won't admit how he did it, but it was his mother. His mother with a butter knife in his teeth. It's crazy. Then you just like like my thing is that how like how long did it take? Like Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like did it take him all night? Like uh, at least. Like, I mean a butter like, knife? keep going, like keep munching. <laughs> like I don't, I don't remember I don't remember if he like took all the limbs. I know he took the head off. Like, my thing is, I, that's like a joke of mine, is just to be like, I'm going to hit you with, uh, I'm going to cut you with this butter knife. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. And now it's like, huh? Like, I'll sit there, like, look, I'm cutting with this butter knife, and like, nothing happened, so. I'm so confused. Confused. So, so there was some news this week. No, there's, there's a lot, lot of news this week. A lot of news, really. Um... Where do you want to start? Uh, we can start with today's news, since that wasn't on the last podcast. Um, breaking Ring of Honor news, Jay Lethal just won the Ring of Honor title yeah, against Dalton yeah. Castle. I was saying, Nikki, I'm not a huge Jay Lethal fan. I mean, I, eh, like, meh. But it's Cody's birthday, and he didn't win the title, so. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I've just never really liked Jay Lethal. I mean, he's not—he's a good wrestler, but I just never been like, he's got the it factor. Like, I want to yeah. watch him. Like, like the match was um, Dalton Castle versus Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal versus Matt Taven. Should have been Cody. Uh, yeah. But this do we know? All, we all know. Do we know all of the shenanigans that went on? Though? I have not seen the match. Literally, like I just got on this uh, lovely little recording here, and it happened on my Twitter. So. so, there's probably something going on. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but yes, I'm sure there was some kind of somethings. But eh, I'm not really. I'm not really feeling it. Like it makes me less excited to watch Ring of Honor. Dalton, yeah, but you're saying Dalton was injured, he said? It seems like Dalton's injured, yes. He's been going to physical therapy, and he wrestled in the match with his thigh and hip wrapped. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know, Dalton is very flamboyant, very entertaining, and, like, the lethal injection does nothing to me. I'm just saying. Like, Cody and Dalton are very entertaining. Matt Taven and Jay Lethal, not so much. Mm Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I wish Cody had like some real like boys. I could see him having boys. I could see him having boys. I mean, would you would you count Bernard the business bear as a boy? He's a bear boy. 
He's a bear. Boy bear. Boy bear. Bear boy. Okay. So a uh, second piece of news for the day. Uh, last night was the CEO gaming slash New Japan event. Oh, gosh, guys. Oh, fuck. Mr. Well, Omega. And some people I'm don't buy it. Some people don't buy it. I, I don't know. I'm disappointed in his response to people online. I didn't like some of the things he said. Okay, so, I mean, did you see his first response or his second response? Because he has two, two responses now. I saw several, but go ahead and tell what happened first, and I'll put Okay, so Kenny um, put together, he was actually a big part of this. He financed part of it. He put the event together. He even got Kota Ibushi on a plane to do this event, which is Why a big is deal. No, it's a big deal because Coda does not fly. Coda does not travel. It's his boyfriend. Yes, it's his boyfriend. Even though we're not talking about that. But, um, Japan. Oh, oh, yeah. But they're allowed to be called the Golden Lovers in Japan, but whatever. Exactly. But, yeah. So, um, the event was actually really good. Other than this dark match. So, Kenny, this is Kenny's story, is he hired a wrestling school to kind of be their roadies for the event. So, they were there to set up the event, put up the ring, all of that. And in addition to being paid for it, they would get one dark match. He asked them to put together one dark match with two people who, you know, Knew how to carry a match, basically. So, um, the match that was put together had a convicted sex offender. <laughs> yes, it did. By the name of Chase and Rance. Rance? Rance. Um, so, he was... Uh, he pled no contest to charges of lewd battery for allegedly having sex with a 15-year-old girl back in 2008. He was 25. She was 15. Um, Ransby uh, remained a regular on the Florida wrestling scene then and operates the wrestling school that was hired. Hmm. Now... Kenny said originally that he did not know that this person was a sex offender. Now, I do have his tweets about that. Okay, go right ahead. Okay, so he tweeted, um, let's see, here it is. I produced all matches from dark match number two. I gave the ring crew, also wrestling school, carte blanche on, on, to have our first dark. No interests, no name graphics, and thus they had a match. I met Chasen to, once in 2004, so his name was familiar. The other guy I'd never met. Regardless of their history or whatever, this crew of people were all very helpful and set up teardown in various odd jobs around the arena. I'd felt, gi- I'd felt giving them the opportunity to have a dark match was the least I could do as a way to show appreciation. I'm gutted that people feel betrayed by their involvement, but at no point did I feel I was working with criminals 
or anything of the sort. As I had said earlier, they were nothing but polite and helpful throughout the entire experience. I'll know better for next time to only use those I am absolutely familiar, familiar and comfortable with. And then someone else commented, this is on his Twitter. He's sitting this down on his yeah. Twitter. I have another one too, but go. And then someone was like, um, uh, they questioned something about it. They were like, oh, like we're disappointed in you or something. And he was like, um, sorry you feel that way and are so quick to pass judgment on someone. Looks like the disappointment goes both ways. And the response, the, the person that tweeted him said, he's a convicted sex offender. The judgment has already been passed by a jury of his peers. He goes, oh, I meant the judgment you passed on me. I'm sure you understood that, however. the whole That holier-than-thou attitude isn't appreciated. Now, to me... I love Kenny, and I think he's normally very politically correct, but to me, for him to act, even if he didn't feel like he was in the wrong, if someone's upset because there's a sex offender there, for him to to say they have a holer in their attitude, I'm surprised he said that. Well, That's, that's kind of not Kenny. Like, I, get, I get he's trying to defend himself, but at the same time, that's kind of not a... I'm kind of still surprised that Kenny would, would say something like that. I can see him ignoring it. Honestly, I feel like Kenny's at the point right now where he's like, because this is the second scandal he's had this month. Like, the first scandal was they blamed him for winning the IWGP title and saying that New Japan and Kenny were racist against Japanese people. Yeah, that's true. So this is the second scandal, and Kenny's, I think, done. He's, like, fucking fed up at this point. And his second... But you can be fed up. You don't need to someone say, you know, they're upset because there's a sex offender involved and be like, well, you're holier than that attitude. Like, you can be done and be like, look, I didn't know. I'm sorry. You need to be like, well, you're holier than that attitude. Like, like, I just feel like he handled it wrong. I feel like that was either ignore it or just say, you know, again, I'm really sorry. I agree with you. You know, it's it's not appropriate, whatever. Or just ignore it. I'm sure he got hundreds of comments. Like, just ignore it. Like, and people are... People are being terrible to him. Like, I understand, like, honestly, that wrestling school should not have him there. Like, why is he there? Like, that's, that's on them as well. But honestly, the, these comments are terrible to him. They are, but the one that he said that on really wasn't that bad. I know. Honestly, I've seen worse. Like, somebody said that they're boycotting, and literally the best comment on that is, so you boycotted a free wrestling event? (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. So, honestly, I think it's bullshit, but Kenny came out with a second statement that's a little more politically correct. It was like an official statement, right? Like an official statement, yes. This is on Twitter, and it's an official statement, though. It's very long. He had to actually, like, type it. On his messages, like on the notepad thing, and like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he said, I wanted to thank everybody that tuned into the stream or joined us live for the CEO slash New Japan event. All of our talent had a great time and fed off of your incredible energy throughout the night. I'm incredibly proud of everything. I personally produced, but unfortunately made a terrible oversight by allowing a dark match featuring local talent I wasn't personally familiar with. Admittedly, I met Chase and Rance once in 2004, but a lot can happen in 14 years. I'm terribly sorry for anyone in the building that felt unsafe or personally offended by his inclusion in the show. I will personally provide refunds to anyone in attendance that couldn't enjoy themselves because of this. 
As for fans that were taken aback on the stream, again, by bad. I allowed our ring crew, also a wrestling school, to participate in a dark match, minus graphics and music, as a show of appreciation for their hard work. They had done a lot to help prepare our set for the show. There was a large group of people, and I very simply asked for two guys that could have a basic and effective dark match. Chasen and Epic were the wrestlers they chose, and I was assured that they were more than capable. The match itself went fine, and both of them were pleasant backstage, but I didn't realize until much later via social media, etc., that the first dark match I'd allowed caused trauma amongst some fans. By no means do I wish to support or defend these people, I trusted blindly and potentially tarnished the name of the event that was very important to me. And it took a lot of time and finances to realize this. I am very sorry for anyone who is truly hurt by this and can assure people that I won't be taking chances. I also assure people that I won't take chances like this in the future. I will monitor every single event directly if and when we challenge CEO New Japan Part 2. I don't feel like he's anything different than he said in the first thing. I know, but I feel like people just, I mean, this goes back to why is he at that wrestling school? That's what I want to know. Like, that's my first thought is why is he there? Like, there could be underage people working at that wrestling school. Why is he there? Well, Kenny was completely in charge of the show, or there were other people in charge with him? There were other people because, in charge, obviously. Because but. if you're going to have people working, coming into anywhere that you're paying, or, you know, whatever, wouldn't you background check everybody? No, I like, think... I, I, would put, I would have put all the blame on Kenny, but if I was throwing something, I wouldn't be like, yeah, sure, come on in, and not, like, find out who no. these people are. It's, it was Kenny with... Like New Japan executives and then the new J- the executives of that gaming tournament. So there, there were a bunch of people involved, but Kenny's the only one getting right. And I think that's what's pissing him off. Yeah, and I get that, but yeah. So looking at like that, like these executives, they're fucking executives. They should know. Like why are yeah? Like Kenny's a wrestler. He's not like he doesn't put this shit together. This isn't his job, right? Like, this isn't his job. That was somebody's job, though. Yeah, so why put, why put the fucking blame on him? Mm-hmm. Like, because I mean, nobody knows who these specific other people are, and they know who Kenny is. Yeah, but it still sucks. Like, I, I feel like Kenny's suck. just getting a lot of shit for nothing. I agree. But, again, I think... I mean, it's not good. Part, no, I mean, I just think for the most part, most celebrities that do well in social media they just ignore that shit (laughs) like just just don't say anything like i don't know i just feel like he shouldn't have said anything i get that he was pissed and i get and i but that comment wasn't even that bad yeah and he was saying the person was holier than that and stuff i I get these upset or whatever but just don't say anything just issue your statement go on and then part of me wonders like the person that he commented on is that somebody who goes on all of his posts and like says stupid shit like that's when you start to wonder, like, does that person just, are they that person? Because Maybe, but it wasn't even that bad. I know, but I'm just saying, like, there's always that one person who goes on every post and they're like, Kenny, you suck. Kenny, you're doing this wrong. Kenny, you're doing this. And then, like, maybe he just snapped. You know what I mean? 
No, I get that. Like a troll. Like a troll following him around. Yeah. And then finally he just was like, fuck off kind of a thing. Maybe. I don't know. But it's, it's a mess. Whatever it is, it's a mess. Yeah. Like, I say that wrestling school takes a little bit of blame as well. So find out the name of that wrestling school and tell them off. Um, tell off the executives. That's yes. their job. Like anybody could show up and say, here, you can use our people. Like if you're putting your name on a show, you need to you need to know who's who you're letting in. You don't need to just let anybody in. Bingo. It's a hot mess. It is. But speaking so, of Kenny, I got my Bucks um, Funkos today at the Hot Topic. Lucky. They're adorable. And when we went to pay for them, the guy, not the guy that was ringing us up, but um, there was a girl ringing us up. There's a guy next to us. And he saw it and he just threw up the too sweet like immediately. And like we didn't even say anything other than we just all too sweet each other and that was it. It was pretty cool. I was like, it's like a secret language. It really is. Yeah. But they're adorable. I love them. That's nice. So uh Sami Zayn, tentative return date is February, so he will possibly be at WrestleMania 35. I hope so. Please, Sammy, please be there. Um, AJ Styles wore his New Japan mask at a WWE Tokyo event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is right. I, for one, am very, 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 very interested in that. Mm, he probably would just say it's celebrating the culture. Well, still shut up. I'm happy. <laughs> Shut up, I'm happy. I'm not saying that's the truth. I'm saying that's uh, probably what he would say. Like, honestly, if I had my way, he'd wear that mask every time, and Prince Devitt would come back, and, you know, Gallows and Anderson would be... The mask is pretty sexy on AJ. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and you know what else? Gallows and Anderson would be properly used. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I've been, I've been wanting them to go back to New Japan. Hot damn. It's a miracle. Send them back with Tamatanga and Tongaloa and... Let them be with their bu- bu- boys. Yes. Bu- 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 boys. Uh, Matt Capitelli from Tough Enough passed away yesterday. I know. That made me so sad. I was so I watched, sad. I, I watched Tough Enough. I did not watch the season that Miz won, but I watched all the other ones, I think. And or maybe maybe I don't think he was on Miz this season. Anyway, I watched a bunch of them anyway. And he was always one of my favorites because he was he was just really sweet. Like he was like this Christian guy, and he was really good. And I remember the guy who beat him. I remember the guy who won. And I've not seen him since that I recall. Yeah. And Matt wanted to wrestle so bad. And did you read the tweet Miz put out how they were supposed to be a tag team? Yeah. Yeah. And he said they were going to be um, called Reality Check, and that right before they were about to debut on SmackDown, he got cancer. Yeah. So. And then, well, his. He had cancer, and then he beat it, yep. and then it came back. Yep. And then it killed him. So Sad. cancer sucks. Hate cancer. But, I uh, still think there's a cure for cancer out there, and nobody's telling. Right. Girl, I re- I, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I truly, truly believe that there's something out there better than there, what they have. Um, not. Honestly, there's a cure for a lot of things and they're holding it back. 
Cancer, cancer is a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar industry. Oh, of course yeah. they're not. Believe course, me, I know. Of course they're Believe not going to. Yeah, of course they're not going to let that out. Are you kidding me? They'd rather people die while they rake in money. You should see the markup on some medicines that I work in a pharmacy. I probably said that before, but like we'll get in a medicine that like to make it. I I'm not lying. Like a bottle of it is like maybe twenty bucks. You know how much the markup on that is? Like sometimes it's like six, seven hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah, what that Lyrica is. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And this isn't like this isn't like hardcore cancer, really hardcore pain medicine or HIV medicine. I mean, those are outrageous. I'm just talking about something, you know, that should not be that expensive. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just like, that's insane. Like HIV medicines are like 10,000 bucks. A lot of them. And like cancer meds, of course, especially like IV meds. Like they, I work, I work with drugs, but I hate the drug industry so bad. Let me tell you guys, go watch Dallas Buyers Club. If you want to see the HIV thing. Like, you will it's be so pissed off. It was the 80s, but it's still relevant. Yeah. Still relevant. And then oh, also, okay. fibromyalgia, same thing. I have, hey, I have that, and my medication would be $525. Hear that a lot of people that can't get what they need. Like, yeah. people that um, are, like, in, uh, what if they get, like, a, a organ transplant and they're in the anti they take the anti-rejection yeah. meds those are ridiculous oh yeah and plus their immune of course of course they also their immune system is lowered so mm -hmm. they're all the time getting like other infections and it's just it's just ridiculous exactly like, they could pass away from just like a cold yeah yeah so if they can't afford their medicine <laughs> to keep their body from rejecting their kidney you're gonna die control their immune system a little bit like you're basically dead. Yep. Basically. So, guys, yeah. And Nikki is a conspiracy theorist, so uh, I got my own theories on it. Um, I just know the numbers I've seen, and I, I can assure you that this is real because I've seen it. Yeah. But we don't know the other parts. There's other parts, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, how does, how does Magic Johnson stay alive? Because he's got money to take the really good medicine. Other than that. He's probably been cured. No. What do you want to bet? No. I bet he has. I bet he I has. I don't think so. He doesn't. So he there's doesn't people that show. live years and years and years on Truvada and, and um, what's the other one called? I, I, have, I have my theory, guys. I have a theory on a lot of it. And I'm going to keep it off of here because y'all are going to think I'm insane. But I have a theory. And honestly, it's probably going to sound insane and I'll probably tell Jen after we're done recording but if you guys want to hear me do a conspiracy theory podcast because I have ones that are and aren't wrestling related let us know I have a wrestling I have some wrestling ones that are like wow I don't know I just don't I don't believe that I mean I'm gonna listen to what you say but I just don't believe that I think it all has to do with money he's got money well, yeah. No, you know, I, the money, money. There was somebody on Oprah one time that had HIV and was talking about how, you know, what bad shape they were in or something. I remember what they were talking about. And Oprah was like, well, we all see that everywhere. She's like, look at Magic Johnson. And she, and the girl was like, yeah. She's like, he's a millionaire. She's like, he can afford the best doctors. He can afford the best medicine. He has a dietitian. He has 
someone, you know, to monitor his exercise. She's like, he has the money. And Oprah just kind of sat there and Oprah was like, I never thought about it like that before. And she's like, yeah. She's like, he, people like that, they can manage their HIV. She's like, I can't. I can't even afford the medicine I'm supposed to take. So it's just disgusting. Yeah. The whole, the whole me medical industry is disgusting. Again, if you want to hear our conspiracy theory slash wrestling conspiracy theory podcast, because I got, I got some crazy ones, y'all. Let us know. Jen would probably be like, what? About some of them, probably. No. You probably agree with some of them. Do you watch Shane Dawson? Yes. You and Shane Dawson need to be friends. I do watch Shane Dawson. Have he you heard talk? Conspiracies. Have you heard talk is Jericho with Bo Dallas? You told me about it, but I didn't listen to it, no. You gotta listen to it, yeah. Like, literally part of it, I'm like, I believe it. Like we could we could talk about this for hours, I bet, because yeah, conspiracies are interesting. They really are. They are guys. I believe them. The truth is out there. Mm -hmm. Spooky. Anyway, back to wrestling and not conspiracy theory related. Um, where was I on my list here? Um. We were talking about Matt. <laughs> if we can go back to what we started on. We were talking about Matt. Yes. So I back to Matt Capitelli. I am sad though. Like, it's really sad. I remember him on Tough Enough. I remember him on there. And I'm oh, yeah, so sad. Like I remember him being kind of picked on because he was like really Christian and stuff. And like that was like his thing. You know how they take on a reality show, they take everybody and single them out for one thing. Like he was singled out for being a Christian. Yeah. But he, he was really, really sweet. He was very good. Very good. And never got to really show it because it happened pretty quick after he won Tough Enough. Or no, literally Tough Enough. Like literally, he. I think he only got like one or two matches on, on the main roster and not even a tag team, just like as a dark match. And then it happened. So. <sighs> Sad face. Sad face. So. The uh, the 205 Live is no longer on Raw for a reason, supposedly. Hunter made that decision to change the way that 205 Live was perceived by the general public. I just realized they aren't. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that, but no, they're not. Like, I, I still watch 205 sometimes, but I hadn't really thought about the fact that they aren't on Raw anymore. Mm -hmm. It's done in an effort to make sure that the 205 talent are protected from a booking or promotional standpoint. Also, to keep the talents from being overexposed. Which I could see. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, when they're on Raw, they do have to do stupid shit. So. Oh, my God. As oh my God. does everybody Can we talk else. about Foxy and um, Noam, Dar. Uh, Noam Dar? Yeah, let's just talk about that. Coming back oh at the same. God. They came back the same week, though. They did, but no one's going to be on NXT UK, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad because they weren't doing anything with Noam Dar. They just let him go. I mean, it's not even letting him go. That's the good thing. I know, but I mean, like, t let him off of where they don't give him anything to do. Yeah. Like, give him something to do. Like, his, re his debut back in there, like, that crowd was going crazy for him over there. So. They should have put him, um, 
I was going to say. They should keep them on both. Yeah, like, have them make both. appearances on 205. I mean, because here's the thing on 205, it's not, not all of them are on there every week. Right. So have them still make appearances there, but have them mainly it's, be on. It's kind of like a soap opera. Kind of. Male soap opera. It is. Takes two weeks to make a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in another UK news, Pete Dunn has surpassed 400 days as the UK champion. Hmm. Is he approaching on somebody's record? He is, but that person is still a champion, so... Which is the most... Oh, my God. Speaking of Such that person... Cool. Are we calling him that person now? That Brock Lobster. Um, he's not going to show up at SummerSlam now. You know, I get that Vince loves him. I, I, I don't know why, but I get that he does. But Vince loves money. And at this point, is Vince not thinking, hey, I can make more money if I put somebody in there that's actually on TV and that actually would would show up when they say they're going to show up? Like well, He's not now, even showing up when he said he was going to show up. Well, and here's the bad thing is now that now fans are – calling for Brock to be stripped of this title. Like, fans are fucking done. They're like, no, get the fucking title off of him. He has not... He, by the time SummerSlam passes, he will have not uh, defended the title in over four months. Since when Mania? Or it's been after Mania? The greatest Royal Wobble. So May, June, July, August. Four months! But how, when's the last time he was on TV? Four months! Was he on right before Greatest Royal Rumble? I don't remember him being on. Like, literally, I, yeah, was it the day after WrestleMania? Maybe? No, not even. I don't think he was there, no. Well, April was the last time he was on TV ever. And then they've got Heyman up there defending him. Whether yeah. it's kayfabe or not, I don't know. But he's talking about, you know, how Raw is a shit show. And, you know, why should Brock be there and all this stuff. Yeah. Basically, Heyman's like, there's nobody for Brock to even fight. And he actually went on there and said, who's he going to fight? Bobby Roode? He's like, nobody would pay to even see that. Like, do you think that there's like a line where this blur between Heyman, kayfabe and just Heyman? Or is it just all Heyman? I don't even know at this point. I think as far as like saying something like that, like I think he legit means that nobody's going to pay to see Bobby Roode. I can, I can, he doesn't give a fuck. Like I can hear, I can hear him actually saying that. Well, yeah. And I mean, here's the thing is like, he just kept saying like, he's already beat Roman Reigns. I'm like, okay. Yeah. He's like, he's already beat Braun Strowman. Really? Like, That's it's just ridiculous. This. It's ridiculous. Who would be your opponent for him that's on Raw? Seth Rollins. I would like Seth Rollins. Seth but Rollins. I still, I'm still going with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens? I, you know what? I'd be okay with Kevin Owens. I still want KO and Heyman to just have it out in the ring. I would, oh, I, I would like, love it. But here's the thing: is I feel like Kevin would 
fucking lose his shit if Heyman said something. Oh, I know. I know. That's what be said. And, and it wouldn't even be like he would just, like Samoa Joe lost his shit. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was like entertaining as fuck. That's why I'm saying this would be amazing. Kevin's a talker. Heyman's obviously a talker. Neither one of them. Neither one of them give a fuck. You know what the best part was? We were there when Smoj was like, "Fuck him." I I know. That was good. Mojo. I just, I just, I think it would be awesome. And because it's awesome, we probably would never get it. Yeah, but I think it would be awesome. I mean, if it's not Seth, then KO. KO would make it very entertaining. He would. Just to hear KO talking about how Brock's never there. I'm seriously, I would just if put them to those two in a ring and let them face off like they're doing a rap battle, and I will pay good money to come sit in the front row and listen to that shit. It's like going to a concert. Like I would love it. I would just sit there and just like it would be great. It would be so great. And have the new day like be the moderators. Yeah. Oh man. Like the like the new day, yeah, could like like be trying to like keep them apart and yeah. it would be great. It would be great. Yeah. Which is why it'll never happen because we can't have nice things. And I mean how like five Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is my my thought is if we get if we get Seth or fuck it, we could even get KO. Then Finn can finally get his rematch. That's true. Finally. Either one of those would be good matches. Finally get that rematch that he was supposed to get. At this point, I depending on how things go, I will, I do want Daniel Bryan to win Royal Rumble if he's not already in the title picture. But if it wasn't for Daniel Bryan, I want Finn to win. Give Finn something. You didn't give him money in the bank. You gave it to Braun Strowman, who doesn't even really need it. You know, like give him something. Like, you fucked him over for this long. Give him something. This makes me sad. And his ass is, like, bruised. Like... A little bruise ass. Hey, thanks to thanks to Wolf Daddy. That's right. He bruised Finn's ass, and Finn's decided to post it on Twitter. He blurred out like the bottom half of his ass, but he blurred out his crack. But otherwise, you see it. <laughs> I don't think Finn cares anymore. I think he's an exhibitionist. Really Probably. Cares. Like, is it bad that I would not be surprised if he showed his uh? Junk. You know, junk. Just like, oops, my bad. I would not be surprised. Like, he'd get his kicks out of it. He'd be like, oh, I didn't mean to post that. <laughs> but really, he'd be, like, sitting there like... Oh. I could just see Finn, like, living in, like, a nudist colony or going like, a nudist colony. Him just, like, standing there with that grin on his face, like, doing the Finn freezes and stuff. And people just, like, staring at him, how, per- how perfect his abs are and everything. Oh. And... And, you know, other things seem to be impressive. Can I go to said nudist colony? <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. go with you as long as, I, as long as I can keep my clothes on. I'll go. I'll wear a bikini. I'll do that, too, but I'm not taking my clothes off. <laughs> no. Maybe topless, but that's about it. No, I'm that's good. where I draw the line. That's where <laughs> I draw the line. Otherwise, no. But, you know what? If Finn is there, I will be there. Just like... 
I can just see him standing there greeting, greeting everybody. Like, that grin on his face. He's like, hello, my name's Finn Balor. Hi. I'd buy him to promote my nudist colony. <laughs> and give him some like baby oil. Like a retreat. <laughs> you know what, I'd just give him some baby oil. Just let him go to town. He'd love it. He would. And the dude is becoming very narcissistic. And I'd just sit there and watch him. It's just because it's the fans' fault. Like he tried to be all humble for a while, and now it's, he's just like going with it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let him go to town, right? Hey, you got it, flaunt it. He got everything. <sighs> anyway, so enough of Finn being all Finn. Um. What else has happened? Lars Sullivan broke his jaw at an NXT event. Well, I know you're just heartbroken over that. I really don't care. I know. That's why I said that. I really don't care. No cares given. Um, let me see. Maurice became an American citizen. I saw that. Good for her. Congratulations. That's exciting. Yay. Yay, Maurice. Um, SmackDown Live's ratings were down. It was actually really good, too. I know. The ending was really good. Hey, Topanga was at SmackDown. I know. Topanga was there, guys. And if you don't know who Topanga Lawrence is, your childhood was very sad. Or Topanga, though. She's had such a rough time. Yeah. She looks good, though. I know. Well, she was in love with Lance Bass, and we know how that turned out. So He's gay. Yeah. He's a really hot husband, too. I know, right? Good good for her. Him. Yeah. Good for them yeah. both. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about Lance's husband. I don't know what her husband looks like. Good for everybody. You know what? Good for everybody. It's Pride Month. I support. I support hot men hey, and hot men. It's so it's it's 20 gay teen, so it's Pride Year. That's true. But we were talking about Pride Month the other night on the podcast. Well, Pride, Pride Month is almost over. It, hey, we are still in it. It's the third That's true. But let me tell you, it's 20 gay teen, so every month is Pride Month. I want to, sh- they have all these new shirts at Hot Topic that are about gay pride and supporting gays and stuff. I really wanted to buy one today, and I can't decide which one I wanted. I like the one that says equality is metal. I want that one. That was a good one. I almost bought a Katya shirt. Uh, I almost wore my last uh, tank top today. I almost bought Katya. There was, um, I can't think of the name of the YouTuber, but she did this vlog where she went to the Christmas, one of the Christmas shows, and she got backstage, and she walked up to Katya. Katya, and, like, Katya didn't know who she was or anything. She comes up with this camera behind her, and she's like, Katya, and she's like, yeah, and she's like, I got kicked out of a Trixie Mattel show, and she went, good, and she's like, no, because I told her that, um, that she sucked and that you should have won. And she's like, oh, great. <laughs> I just love Katya. She's like, good. I got kicked out of Trixie's show. Good. Oh, Katya. She's a Oh, my God. It was. Oh, God. I love Trixie and Katya. Like, oh, my God. I love them. Guys, that's kind of like me and Jen. I don't know who would be who, though. I was going to say, I don't know. I because, don't know. Because Trixie's. She's something. Like, she's very, like. 
woo, I'm here, like big and I, I think I would probably be Tracy. I was just going to say. That's what I was thinking in my head. But yeah. yeah. Like, it was funny, though. Trixie posted, um, have you seen the Brady Bunch movie where Marsha goes to the modeling thing? Yeah. From the Yeah. So she goes to the modeling thing, and she brings Jan with her. And Jan's, like, in the background, like, jumping up and down. And Marsha's just, like, posing. <laughs> and Trixie put, backstage at Trixie and Katya's show. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. That'd probably be Jen and I. Probably. Probably. I'd be like, look at me! Give me attention! <laughs> Guys, really, I You've literally I love said attention. that before. You've literally yeah. said that before. Yeah. Like, literally, I we love were attention. New Orleans. We were in New Orleans, and someone was talking to me or something. You were like, I need attention. They need to pay attention to me. I need attention. And I was like, okay. Look at me! <laughs> Guys, I just love attention. I'm like Tinkerbell. (laughs) What woman doesn't love attention? All right. But hey, I don't get attention often. So like when I get it, I have to have a lot of it. That makes sense. Which is why right now I'm like, somebody's not liking my pictures. (laughs) I I was like, I I looked hot in those damn pictures. Like I'm showing everybody. I was like, did I look hot? Did I look hot enough in these pictures? He has 400 million people he follows. I told you he probably hasn't seen it. Kaylee was like, you looked hot. It's okay. I'm like, ah. You need to figure out some way to post a picture. Maybe with, like, you wearing it and, then, like, I don't know, having some. Maybe you could have, like, your shirt, one of his shirts cut up. But, like, with still stuff showing and take a picture, like, by the pool wearing your Bray Wyatt shirt, like, all cut up. I'm coming up with yeah. ideas here. I know, but still, you know what I mean. I know, but I'm trying to be helpful. If, hey, if it was somebody else, it probably, there would have been something. Maybe. I don't know about that. Again, guys, I just I really like attention. <laughs> well, we're all telling you you look nice. I know, but this is very different. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, you guys think I look nice. Thanks. You have to say you that. Asked, you asked our opinion. Guys, you literally. You're going to be like, no, Nikki, take that down. How dare you? Literally, Horrible. guys, like, Jen will be like, wow, you look really nice. And I'd be like, you have to say that. <laughs> Which is not true. I could just not say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, yeah. Like, like no, literally, I'm- guys, she, like, j- it's so funny because Jen's like, you look so nice. So I'm like. You have to say that because you're I my know. best friend. You have to say that. <laughs> like she doesn't even care in my opinion. Your opinion is irrelevant. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> but uh, you know, you have to say that because you're my best friend. Your opinion is obsolete. Delete. Delete. <laughs> I'm like, I need a friend like Rebby. Any famous? Friends. I I can tell you if I don't think you look good. If you want me to do that. I know that. you would, and you know what, guys, Jen would be honest. I would. I would be honest too. I'd be like, Jen, no. <laughs> just, just, just no. Hmm. Did somebody tell you it looked good before? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Who I did asked, you ask about? I asked my mom. She, she came out in the shirt. She's like, I'm wearing this to work. And I'm like, did somebody tell you that it looked good? Because it doesn't. <laughs> I'm very blunt, guys. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, real one was on Stone Cold's podcast. Ugh. I didn't listen. You didn't tell me about it, so go for it. And apparently, guys, apparently, he says he was unfairly fired from the WWE. <laughs> Were there other reasons he said he was fired for? Or he said that was strictly the reason. He said that was strictly the reason. He had no other problems, which we know is not true. Yeah. Like, there was one part I agreed with him on, though. Like, one part, I was like, you know, uh, he's got a point. He's got a point there. But the rest, I'm like, bro. No. Uh, So the point, the part I agree with him on is, um, he brought up the fact that Cedric Alexander had a job for three months and was still being paid before they fired him. And Cedric Alexander was actually arrested, had a mugshot, and Are you talking about Rich? Enzo. No, but Cedric got arrested? I thought I thought Cedric, was- sorry. Rich Swan. Okay, I was like, what? I missed sorry, this. Guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, guys. Rich Swan got arrested. He had a mugshot. He was in handcuffs. He went to actual, like, a holding cell. He had a job for three months and was still paid. That's Enzo true. was never put in handcuffs, never had a mugshot, was barely being investigated at the time, and he was fired the next day. That's a valid point. That is a valid point. I agree with him there. Because here's the thing is Rich Swan got paid three months. Enzo did not. That makes that makes complete sense. Like I I get in with that, but for him to say there was no other problems, that's not yeah. true. Again, that's why I said that's the only part I agree right. on is that's kind of fucked up. Like right. I agree there. This, but he said, here's what he said. He said that the day that happening, his phone was blowing up because that girl tweeted about what happened. And people were blowing up his phone. He looked at the tweet. That's how he found out that she had gone to the police and all this shit was going down. So then he called Mark Carano, which is the head of talent relations. And Mark Carano, he said, hey, Mark, we need to talk. And Mark was like, yeah, no shit. We need to talk. You need to come here. (laughs) So then um, Enzo said he does not change in the locker room by choice. Oh, right. Mm Mm-hmm. So he changes by himself. So he, while he was changing, he called his lawyer and said, hey, call the WWE's attorney and the guy from PR. He asked his attorney what was going on. And then the WWE's attorney called and he said he was completely transparent. And then he called his attorney again. So then he called Mark Carano again after that and said, yes, I just paid my attorney a retainer. Whatever is going on, we need to sort this out. The police have never contacted me, not once, not at all. They've never contacted me about this. So Enzo said without, like Mark was him hawing around it. So he went straight to Vince because he said that Everybody backstage would never give him a straight answer. So he was just dealing with Vince at that point. 
Hmm. Which I, I could see that. I mean. Right. I could see that. He said even Hunter at one point said, you're lucky Vince likes you or else you would be fired. Hmm. But he didn't have any problems, supposedly. Right. Right. So he went to Vince and Vince said, what happened? You know this isn't good. What happened? And Enzo said he was completely transparent to Vince. And Vince said, okay, I believe you. This is still not good, though. This is a bad situation. Like, because of the Me Too movement, because of everything that's going on, this is a bad situation. We can't have you on TV with all of this going on. And he said, okay, I understand. I agree. So Vince told him, hey, I'm not going to have you on the show tonight. Go home and I'll call you if you're going to be on 205 tomorrow. So that's what Vince told him. So Enzo was like, okay, walks out. He's getting his things. So between the time it took him to walk out, go to the laundry room where he was changing, grab his things. Yeah. Changing in a laundry room. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A laundry room. Mark Carano calls him and says he's suspended. Hmm. He said it was five minutes from when he walked out of Vince's office to that. Five minutes. Okay. So he's suspended. And he said, all right, fine. So then Enzo leaves. And he drives to Delaware where his sister lives. So he just leaves. He's like, I'm just going to go. And then it wasn't until the next morning, which is, he said, 12 hours after finding out that he was suspended, that he was fired. And, and they he called said, him and told him? And they called him and told him, you're done. But... He said at that time they couldn't have even called the police because they he found out at like five something a night. The detective obviously probably wasn't there, but they fired him anyway. I understand his point. I get like, what he's saying. I, like, I do get it, but like, like my thing is if I were WWE, I would have kept him suspended. I would have said Enzo right. Amore is suspended without pay. And strip him of the title if you want to. Just strip him of the title. He was supposed to lose the title anyway. That night. Yeah. <laughs> and Naya was supposed to win the title. Because apparently women can win the cruiserweight title. Wait, what? Yeah. That was what was supposed to happen. Was at the uh, APA's poker game. Enzo was supposed to put up. like You know how everybody was at the poker game on Raw 25? So they're all playing poker. Enzo's out of money. He puts the title up and loses the title to the million dollar man. Oh. Yes. So he loses the title. So then Naya was supposed to go in and win the title back for him. So oh, then yeah, Naya. So whole yeah. Thing. Yes. That was supposed to end with Naya being cheated on. So. Being cheated on. Yeah. That was, was supposed to. So Enzo and Naya were supposed to be a thing, right? Yeah. And then he was going to cheat on her with Alexa. Oh. And then that's how the WrestleMania match was supposed to be. Not the bullying thing. It was supposed to be because Alexa slept with Enzo. Oh, that's a little bit not PG. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, I can see his point. But then again, we're only getting one side. 
Yeah. But from his side, I can see his point. Like, I can. I can, and I was surprised when it happened that fast. I really Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, with Rich Swan, there was months. In Rich Swan, there was a mugshot. There was him in handcuffs. There was... Charges. A lot. There was a lot of charges. There was evidence. Then there wasn't evidence, and then whatever. But, uh... But there was never charges actually filed against Enzo, right? It was just investigation. No, it was just yeah. an investigation. He was never arrested, never had a mugshot, never had his fingerprints taken. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I see his point, but who knows what the truth really is. But I see his yeah. point. But I can see his point. Like, the whole the whole Rich Swan thing, I do agree. That's kind of unfair. Yeah. That is unfair. But what sure. makes me wonder, though, is because he is... Apparently, Vince liked him. Rich's situation was not as bad, but it was still like domestic abuse. Like, I feel like it's bad, but in a different way. It was just well, as yeah. bad, but different. I mean, Enzo Enzo's situation could have been taken. I think Rich Swans is you can't like it's pretty cut and dry what happened, right? But like but Enzo's his wife, his wife dropped the charges though, right, Rich? But yeah, but. I mean, how often does that happen? Let's be let's are be you, real. Are you serious? A lot. Let's women be real. Dro- women drop charges on their men a lot. Let's be real. Whether they're intimidated or or not. Otherwise. Yeah. yeah. So let's be real about that. Let's be real. Um, so yeah. I mean, I feel like it's bad, but in a different way. But Rich Swan, people physically saw him. Right. It was on camera, wasn't it? It was on, like, one of the traffic camera. Yeah. Like, people saw him laying his hands on his wife. Like, I figured that would warrant immediate termination. Right. Not so much of a three months, I'm still paying you, and then finally firing. And then Impact hired him this week. I know. I was going to mention that later. Yeah. So, I don't know. But Enzo said he does not want to be in wrestling at all. Well, I said this for a while now. He was using wrestling as a springboard for something else. And he did. I don't think he was ever completely serious about wrestling, or he would have been better. I'm surprised he didn't uh, talk about Simon Grimm talking shit about him. Surprised. I don't know. He's stupid. What can I say? Yeah, he is stupid. I have no use for that man anymore, so. Um, for some reasons. So, Shinsuke Nakamura was bit by a police dog. So sad. Like, I did not believe it when I first read that. Like, really, I was just like, no. And then I read it again and again and again. And then finally, the police put out a statement. And I was like, so Shinsuke Nakamura was that poor dog oh poor Shinsuke but that poor dog I wonder if it got fired he probably got fired (laughs) you're fired you're fired wah wah um but yeah so he was taken off of Smackdown because of this which it was supposed to be Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. 
And he still flew to Japan, but he showed up on crutches. It was kind of cool, though, aside from the fact that people want to see Shinsuke and Jeff, because what happened ended up being kind of cool. It did. It did, but I kind of feel bad for uh, Eric Young. Yeah. Like, nobody reacted when he came out. Just because they just dropped, they picked him up and dropped him down into SmackDown. And people that don't watch NXT are like, who, what? Like, who? (laughs) Yeah. But then, like, I'm over here like, oh, my God, it's Eric Young. I know, right? Like, I've, you know, TNA. I I loved him in TNA. I will say that the ODB relationship was a little weird. I didn't really care for that. But other than that, I loved Eric Young in TNA. I just loved him in Sanity. I I just love Sanity. But, like, it's crazy, though, because it's, like, nobody reacted. But, like. How? How? And and it wasn't that that crowd was dead because at the end when Daniel Bryan and Kane hugged at the very end, they were loud as fuck. So it wasn't that they were just like dead and didn't care about yeah, anything. They just don't know who the fuck Sanity is. Right. And it's sad. Which part of me wonders, should they like, I mean, when the Fox deal happens because Fox deal is happening, it's official. Um, should they spot like NXT talent? Like for on on SmackDown, do like remember those old school vignettes like with Mr. Perfect, how we would like throw the ball and it'd always be perfect. So yeah. like before they come up, shouldn't they do like more vignettes to show like what they've done in NXT so the general public can kind well, of get a that's like when they would back before all that, like when somebody would be coming to the show or whatever and they would have like for weeks they would show like little like teaser yeah things you know like they even could do that you know like exactly. they, they showed like a little like, like sanities you know appearing next week but they didn't show anything about them they were yeah, just, they just like chaos yeah sanity next week <laughs> yeah and it was like like if you didn't know who that was you'd be like right what? and like normally like back then it was like they cut like a little promo and then you know yeah, like, Rey Mysterio, like, his were cool. Mr. Perfects are, like, iconic. I mean, come on. Mr. Perfects are, like, the iconic ones. Iconic. They're iconic. Totally <laughs> iconic. I mean, come on, guys. You know how many shots it took him to get that done? Mr. Perfect. Termination. He did some work on those, damn it. But... I think that's what that needs to happen because right now it's getting to the point where people are like, who? Mm-hmm. Like, unless it's, it's like the WrestleMania crowd, like the night after WrestleMania, they know who the fuck it is. Like, that's the good part about the Iconics coming is like the WrestleMania crowd. Like we held them over. Right. And then they kind of got to show how fun they are. Yeah. I love the Iconics. I think even you're talking about like having them, even like if you wanted to do like how they did with the cruiserweights and let them have a match during Raw, like you could do that. You could like every week, every two weeks, like have an NXT match. Yeah, like let them have. I mean, remember when it was uh, John Cena's US title 
open challenge and KO came out. Oh yeah, yeah. That was guys, that was good. I mean, they need to start doing things like that because honestly, that was sad. Like there was no reaction. And then not only that, where is Andrade Cien Almas? Oh, you didn't hear he has no competition. Exactly. He's got no competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan. Well, not anymore because hell no, which I think is stupid, but okay. Oh, are you serious? I think it's stupid. You know what? Have Andrade Cien Almas go against Jeff Hardy. Um, fuck, like there's competition there. Not only that, sanity. Andrade Cien Almas versus Killian Dane. There you go. Andrade Cien Almas versus Eric Young. There you go. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. You got people. You got people. people. With nothing to do. Like, there's no competition. Really? Really. Because, uh, oh, Rusev. I know he's with yeah. I know he's with AJ right now, but put him in a match with Rusev. That would be good. Put him with Rusev and then have Lana come out against Selena. That would be interesting. Like fuck, it's not that hard. Like really, Jesus Christ! Well, how long did it take for um Sandy debut? It's a while. It because they were like we don't have anything for him, and then they bring him out, and then they don't have anything for him. Like. <laughs> I'm just like I. They're really, really, like here we go. I'm gonna name the people that Andrade Cienomics can go against. Cesaro. Oh yeah, Sheamus. Sheamus. Hell, you could even have him go against one member of a tag team. Mm-hmm. You could have go, him go against Biggie. Ro- uh, Eric Rowan, Luke Harper, The Miz. There he is. What's the Miz doing? Waiting around for him and Daniel Bryan's exactly. rivalry, whenever that happens. Shelton Benjamin. I don't like him, but Ty Dillinger. Yeah. Like, look at this, guys. I just, how many people did we just name? A bunch, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. Which I feel like would be good. Speaking of which, where are Seamus and Cesaro? Well, uh, Seamus just posted his Celtic warrior workout with a pregnant woman. I'm not talking about that. Why are they not on TV? They like the tag team on Raw. And now they're like nothing. We got nothing for you. Like split them up. And don't have them like split up like badly. You just have them split up and start wrestling individually. Like, you know what? Here's the other thing. Okay, guys, I'm going to tell you something, and this is going to blow your mind. Tag teams can wrestle as single competitors and not break up their team. It does happen. That happens. Hey, guess what? Mind blown. (laughs) Not that hard. It it does happen sometimes, but not very often. But here's the thing is, why don't we utilize that more? Why? Like the New Day? We don't have to break up the New Day. We don't have to have they can wrestle other people. They don't have to be a team. Fuck. Like, it's not that it's hard. It's a faction. Okay, it's a faction, but guess what? When Triple H was That's in DX. Saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But when Triple H was in DX, did he always wrestle with Sean? 
No, that's what I'm saying. It's a fraction. They're only a team, damn it. James and Cesaro, they can only wrestle as a team because you know what? They're a team. It's not like they haven't ever wrestled individually or anything. Like, what are they? Are, are they conjoined at the hip now? Like, you... Come on. Give no. Luke Harper a chance. What about Luke Harper? Luke Harper's looking good. It, guess what? Luke Harper, not only is he looking good, he's fucking talented. Oh, yeah. Why, why are we not taking advantage of this? They are the opinion in the match with Hell No, but you don't like it. Okay, but... um. Look at the backstory. It's going to be so at, good. As a singles competitor, why are we not taking advantage of this? He's busy right now. Well, yeah, he's busy now, but I'm just saying, like, the, it's a bullshit excuse saying, oh, well, we don't have anything. Oh, it is. It like, is. you got something. Like, really? Really? Are we really going to? Are we really? 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. And if that's the case, move them back to Raw. Yeah. Like. It's a mess. Not that hard. It's not that hard, guys. And then you wonder, like, what's going to happen when, like, EC3 and the Undisputed Era and everybody come up? Oh, they'll make they'll make bank off that. They'll they'll use them like they did the shield. They will. Or, or they'll just be like, "Who are these guys?" EC three may get lost and all that, but yeah. it, but Adam Cole and then Speeder, I think that that they'll get shield treatment for yeah. a while, uh, and then Adam will break and, off. Hey, if Vince likes them, you know Vince likes Adam. Adam spells money. Watch Vince is just money. like. Vince is like, oh, we don't like him. Really? I think, I think he'll probably like him. I don't know. He's small. <laughs> so is Sean, and Sean's made you a shit ton of money. Hey, there's only one thing we know. Vince loves big, big sweaty men. He does. He does. I mean, look who the shit, look who the fruit roll-up champion is. Also, why does Big Show still have a contract? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Because, I don't know. There's a lot of people that have contracts that aren't doing anything. Obviously. But you know who is amazing, guys? You know who? Our Raw Tag Team Champions. <laughs> They're amazing. They really are. Ah, so amazing. Makes me happy, guys. Let's just segue into What? That's a good segue into raw. Exactly. That's, that's the only part you watch. It is, guys. Actually, no. I record it and fast forward all through the other shit. But that's the only part that I'm like really paying attention to. Um, because everybody knows who I love. Yep. Yep. So what did they do this week? So this week it was Matt versus Curtis Axel. And Curtis Axel won, which I was shocked. Yeah. Honestly, I was shocked. <laughs> I was shook. 
but they've applauded him. They did. They liked it. Wonderful. Um, so, and I, I think I know where this is leading Monday, though. What? Bo versus Bray? Bo versus Bray. Finally! I'm assuming Bray will beat Bo. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Only because older siblings should always beat their younger siblings. Well, I was going by Curtis won the first round, but well, yeah, if we're going if we're going 50, 50 booking, but also in the role of siblings, older siblings should always beat their younger siblings, even if their younger sibling is bigger than them. Just saying. Okay, but it was a very good match. Curtis Axel is actually very talented. He is good, and I I feel like that does get lost. A lot of people's talent get lost. And the gimmick, yes, he's been the mistrash for so long that nobody really knows. Yeah. But him or Bo, either one can do. Well, I'm I'm actually really happy. You know what kind of makes me think? Did Matt choose Bo and Curtis for this? Probably. Because of, obviously, Bo and Bray? Probably. And I'm sure and we pretty much know he chose Bray. I, I'm pretty sure he probably did. Yeah. I think they're kind of like letting Matt do what he wants, which is kind of odd, but I think yeah. that they are. Well, I think it's nice, though, because, like, people are actually giving Bo and Curtis a chance. And that people has like not them. happened. No, people like them. Like, I hated Bo. I hated him so I bad. <laughs> I, I did. I, hate, I hated it. I hated the Guys, whole thing. Guys, that has been, like, the, my secret, like, my guilty pleasure gimmick was Bo leave. Oh, it really God. was. Because... I just like to say it to people. Oh my god, I hated it. I hated it. Hey, hey, you know what, Jen? It could all happen if you just believe. Oh god. Just disgusting. Yes. No, no. Disgusting. <laughs> Ew. Guys, Ew. Guys, you know what's gonna happen when Jen's here, right? What? <laughs> I'm gonna say it all the time. Oh god, no. Well, I better have a lot of Mellow yellow floats and hamburgers. Every, every time we go to Jack in the Box, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> like they'll hand you that mellow yellow float and be like, "She believed." Oh my god. Uh, I, I know. Um, the other big news, and this is actually another part that I watched. Uh, Bailey snapped, <laughs> and that crowd. Went crazy. Hey, you ain't shit. <laughs> I still can't believe she said that. And they, and and then, they oh, oh, I loved it. But do you think that that was that was not a heel turn, right? That was just her going off because initially I I thought it was a heel turn, but now I'm not really sure what to believe. Here's my opinion. So this could go two ways. One, this could, because they have that therapy thing next Monday. Right. Which is on the, just like, hell no. Yeah. Because Kurt told them, if you don't go to therapy, you're fired. Right. So I feel like the ther like, this is something I could think is they'll go to that therapy and they'll talk and Sasha will be like, I don't know what Bailey's problem is. I did this. I did this. I did this. And that therapist, like the therapist will look at Bailey and go, you were justified. 
And this person right here, she's she's full of herself. Like maybe we'll just literally say it. And then that leads to Sasha's heel turn. Maybe. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Or this could lead to Bailey's heel turn where they go to this therapist thing and Bailey snaps again because Sasha's like, it's all your fault. You did nothing. You kept losing all the time. You don't have any talent. Like, literally, like, Sasha just keeps, like, telling Bailey how she's terrible and Bailey just snaps again. I can see that. But I feel like, if anything, this will just make Bailey a normal person. You know, like a normal person with feelings and emotions. You know, something that she's been lacking for a year and a half. I don't know. Poor girl. I just, is it bad that I want her to be the heel and like her, I gimmick, do. her gimmick to change? I really want it to change. Those Bailey buddies and all that shit. Like, I just want it to go away just for a little while. Just let it go. Like, just try something different. Like, I think this, like, in my mind, the perfect storyline, just using my booking brain. I think this should be the storyline of Bailey growing up. Well, because, yeah. Because Bailey is very childlike. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I wouldn't turn her into, like, an evil bitch. Like, she's not going to be an evil bitch. If anything, she, she'll be more like an anti-hero tweener than a full-on heel. You know what I mean? Like, she'll still have her qualities where people will be behind her. The fans will be behind her. One, because they're just tired of Sasha's shit. True. Like, they're just fucking done with Sasha shit. I mean, let's be real. Who's not done with Sasha shit? I'm done with Sasha shit. I can't stand her. But, I still think that, like, that will be something that happened. But, like, in another... In another uh, way, like, Bailey is going to be sitting there just, like, she's just going to be, like, you know, I tried to be a good friend to you. I tried doing this. I tried doing that. And then you are just, you know, you're. this is what you're doing to me. So I feel like maybe it might be something like that where Bailey just goes off. Like, that's, that might be what they do. I hope so. But I, like you said, I hope she grows up. I hope that they progress her just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Like she, because here's the thing is like, we, we need Bailey to grow up because Bailey's fans are growing up. I mean, case in point, Izzy's 12. And she still loves Bailey. But there's other there's other things, you know? Yeah. So it's like... I, I'm, not, I'm not a big Bailey fan in the first place, but I would like her a lot better. I I like Bailey. I really do. Like, I like Bailey. I like Bailey in NXT, but it was hard to get behind her when literally she was just like, I can't hit Alexa with a kendo stick. I'm scared. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. Like, I could not. Like, no, that is not what you're doing. No. No, no, no. But, like, 
I feel like this time she needs to become that anti, almost like an anti-hero of like, you know what? I'm, I'm growing up. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm about me now. And kind of learn that it's okay to be selfish, you know? Right. Guys, it is okay to be selfish. So, like, sometimes you just got to be selfish. Uh, but, yeah, let me tell you, that crowd went fucking insane. Everybody I... Everybody I know who watched it went fucking insane. Uh, they talked. I listened to Busted Open the next morning, and they went insane. Uh, Izzy went insane. I went insane. And the world went insane, in a good way. Mm-hmm. In a good way. Everybody was fucking excited for this. We just hope they don't ruin it. I mean, I, I don't have high hopes. You know why? Mm-hmm. I don't have high hopes, but hey, you know, we'll see. Uh, Mojo Raleigh was on TV for a second time. I know. And he's actually got some kind of a feud going. Which he's is got shocking. a feud. He was on TV. He was looking good. He was talking down to a hamburger. I mean. Todd. Todd the hamburger. I loved it. And I was like, you know somebody what? Else did. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. He had. I literally tweeted. I was like, you know what, Mojo? You got a point. What? What? What the fuck is Todd doing? What the fuck is Todd doing? Is that your wife? I just wanted to at Todd from ROH on and tweet about it, but I didn't. This is so funny. Yes. You mean, come on, guys. Come on. That's all I'm going to say. But yes, oh, he was on there. Apparently, he is going to have a feud with... Um, no way, Zay, because they're actually going back and forth on Twitter. So, yeah. and let me tell you, there was some, uh, was some shit. Oh yeah, there they always take the Gronk, the Gronk jab, always. Yeah. And Jen, of course, was like, always out there defending her man. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm over having to defend him. Like, he's not doing a bad job. Is he the best? Absolutely not. But he's not doing that bad. Like, give him a fucking break. We and here's what I feel like is sad is like why the hell is it okay to be like why the hell is it okay to talk so much shit to Mojo when he's not even given the chance to do right. anything? Right. It's not like he's out there like Yeah, it's not like he's somebody who's on TV every week in multiple segments. And nope. still doing terribly. Exactly. I'm not going to name names. But we all know who I'm talking about. Yep. I think a lot of people would agree with you. Like, he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't get, you, you know, he, those, he doesn't get the time on screen. Like, he's just now getting a storyline for the first time in a year. But here's my thing, is since he doesn't, doesn't get any time on screen. Where do all these people take the time to go over to his Twitter and talk shit about him? He's never on TV. Well, yeah, they they. Here's the thing: is they equate the fact that he's never on TV to the fact that he sucks. I guess, but if that were the case, look at all the people that suck. Yes, Seamus and Cesaro suck. Yep, Seamus and Cesaro suck. Uh, you know, Bray and Matt—they're not on TV all the time, so they must suck. 
True. Yep. Charlotte, Becky, Naomi, they must suck. Lana. I mean, she does suck. (laughs) People love her anyway. People still love Lana, but for other reasons. The Revival, who... The Revival beat Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Oh, my God. It was great. Guys, let me tell you, my the girls in the girl gang went and bought lottery tickets because literally this was the Raw for the ages. I just can't believe they let that happen. I'm so glad they did, but I can't believe they let that happen. Literally, I – and guess what? Dash Wilder pinned Roman Reigns. Not Bobby Lashley. Not Bobby Lashley, but you know who? Roman oh. Reigns. I, w- I wish we had slow-mo on this thing. You could probably slow it down if you wanted to. That's too much work. But now they got to go forward with Reigns versus Lashley because Brock Lobster, he ain't showing up. Nope, they had to totally change their plan. It's supposed to be a multi-man match to determine Brock. Who's going to go against Brock at SummerSlam. So now that's not happening. Because Brock ain't going to be at SummerSlam. Bullshit. You know what? I say they just let Brock Lobster keep the title. And we just make a new one. <laughs> we just make a new title. A new title. That's ugly like, anyway. It is. It looks like a fruit roll-up. It's not pretty. It's not. No. But guys, how exciting is that though? Like it was it was pretty cool. Yes. And also, can we talk about Constable Corbin? What would you like to talk about? Him in that suit. He wrestles in the suit. And which is so exciting to me for some reason. I don't know why. Jen's just getting Fifty Shades feels. Well, it's like he's covering up everything. Shirt on. Like, where they can't make fun of his body. Like, he looks really good. There's really nothing to make fun of him for at this point. As far as just superficially. Can't really make fun of him. And he's doing really well. Like, cut good promos. He's got a lot of screen time. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you, Constable Corbin is something that I, for one, agree with. I'm all for it. Yay for Constable Corbin. And then finally, and this is a match, I I, I feel like a shithead for saying it. Dolph Ziggler had a good match, but only because yeah. Seth Rollins was in it. No, Dolph is not a bad wrestler. I just don't like Dolph. He's actually a good wrestler. Dolph I just don't mix. I, I, I've never liked the character whatsoever, and the person doesn't sound like he's that great either. But I don't think he's a bad wrestler. And it was a really, really good match. Was, and it was like half an hour. It's like half hour match. Mm-hmm. So SmackDown Live. Before we get to that. The Fox deal was announced, and this is something I found curious. They announced that SmackDown Live is now the flagship show for the WWE. I saw that. Okay. 
Who wrote that press release? I don't know. I don't know. But um, I think they were confused. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, probably. But October 4th, 2019, SmackDown Live is moving to Fox. Also, there will be a sports center type show just for the WWE. And there are a lot of rumors that Monday, the major announcement will be made that NXT is moving to FS1. I I think it's going to be a good thing. We talked about this when we filmed the podcast the other night. If they do it, they keep the same kind of format going on, the same kind of feel. It's going to be a good thing. If they try to commercialize it too much, it's going to be a terrible mistake. Agreed. And I would hope Hunter would have some kind of idea of that. I would hope so because if they commercialize it too much, then it's going to just be competing with SmackDown and Raw. And then what's going to be the point of being excited when people get called from NXT to SmackDown and Raw? Well, and the other thing is like... um. It kind of breaks up the week there because you're going to have Raw on Monday. Then on Wednesday, you'll have NXT. And then on Friday, you'll have SmackDown. So it's a good good break in the week. And plus people, I mean, from Monday to Friday, think about, like, I feel like Monday, you know, you, you watch Raw. And then, like, 24 hours later, you're watching SmackDown. And it, it, is can kind of, it is a lot. But if you break it up to where it's like, okay, I'm going to watch Raw. And then, you know, you have Tuesday to kind of like recover. And then Wednesday, you're going to watch NXT for an hour. And then you got Thursday to recover. And then you have Friday, you have SmackDown Live. And then you have the weekend. Like, I feel like that is a good, a good thing right there. But also... That kind of leaves room, and I don't know if they've thought about this, but that leaves room for Ring of Honor to try to get a better deal. I mean, they could take over Tuesday nights. Right? And Ring of Honor's, yeah, and Ring of Honor's feel is very, very similar to NXT's feel. Exactly. I mean, they could take over a different night. Also, people are talking about how uh, New Japan is on Access TV, which is on DirecTV. And um, how that could literally move to a different night as well, so it doesn't have to compete with SmackDown. Right. Which I think it should. Like, I really do think it should move to a different night if that's the case. Like, you know, you definitely don't want to have too many wrestling shows on the same night. No. Because people are going to be, like, overloaded. I'm overloaded, like you said, Monday and Tuesday back-to-back is a little bit too much. Yeah. So maybe this my attention span. I don't know what it is. So maybe this will kind of ease up that portion of things, you know? Like, oh, I feel a little better now. Like, okay. Onward and upward kind of a thing. Um, so SmackDown Live. So SmackDown Live, once again, it was supposed to be Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. And Shinsuke got bit by the dog. (laughs) 
So that didn't happen. So we got our open challenge. And as we mentioned, Eric Young came out and Jeff retained. So there was that. Um, let's see what else happened. I just want to talk about the ending, but. I know you just want to talk about the ending. It's the best part. No. Yes. You start doing the chant. I I did. I was I literally was like, I had goosebumps, and I you don't like it, but I had goosebumps. And like I felt like Kane was like like the guy was like really like happy and like I don't know. I just loved it. I just loved it. Okay, talk about your team. Hell no. <laughs> So, Daniel had a match with, I'm trying Luke. To remember, with Luke. Yes. And then at the end of the match, Luke and um, Harper and Rowan, they both jumped all over him. And then Kane came out and, like, I can't remember which one he took down. I think it was Rowan, maybe, and Daniel took down Harper. Anyway, they took both of them down. And, like, everybody was, like, totally freaking out. Like, what's happening? Daniel Bryan is, like, look on his face, like, what's happening? And then Kane, people were chanting, I think, hug it out, I think. And so finally, Kane walks over to him and holds his arms out. And Daniel's like, no. I'm like, okay, they're going to drag this on for weeks. Like, this is going to be like the Seth and Dean thing where one of them puts their fist in and the other one takes it away. And, and I'm like, okay, it's going to at least be next week, if not the week after, you know. And I'm like, okay. And so then Daniel's about to get out of the ring. And then he, come, he looks back and everybody's cheering. And he just runs into Kane's arms and hugs him. And it was the best thing ever. Oh, my God. I know you didn't like it, but I loved it. And you could tell the look on, um, what's Kane's real name? Glenn? Is that his yeah. Name? Like, you could tell, like, he was literally, like, just, like, happy for Daniel. And, like, like he was experiencing it as the person and not as the character of Kane. And then and then Daniel starts doing the yes chance and Kane starts doing the yes chance. It's so out of character, but I don't even care because it was just, it was just great. Because I was wondering where all this was leading. I just hope that they go back and try to tie in, which they probably won't. But tie in the um, Wyatt family angle. That would be nice. But, but regardless, I just thought it was awesome. It was very nostalgic for me. I don't remember how many years it's been. What, four or five? Something like that. But it was still felt nostalgic to me. And it was just oh, it was so good. That was the big eruption on SmackDown. The big eruption on Raw was Bailey and Sasha. <laughs> Those two big crowd pops of the week. I loved it. I'm excited. I hope they win the belts. I'm really excited. I think they will win the belts, actually. Um, How can you not like it? Why are we... Why are we relying on nostalgia factors? We don't have to rely on it. It's just good. Nostalgia, though. So? so What, what What about the people who are there? Here's what I have. Here's what I have to say to Kane. What have you done for me lately? Oh my god. Kane is there to for Daniel Bryan. You realize that, right? Yes. He's there for Daniel Bryan. And you know what else? I want Daniel Bryan in a different feud. Well, he will get one. This is just one of many. This is like what his second feud. I want him with Edge, AJ Styles. Well, that'll happen. I want him with The Miz, even though I know that's later this year. 
He'll have plenty of views. I mean, shit, I know, I know it's on Raw, but I want him with Finn Balor. Well, yeah, that is all going to happen. But Kane doesn't have that much time left. And I, for one, was excited. Daniel's young. And hopefully, God willing, he'll stay healthy. And he'll have time for all that. But right now, I'm really excited for it. Well, they're just doing this because he hasn't signed that contract. You know, if he signed that contract, he would have... He'd be in that picture with Miz right now. Probably. He hasn't signed the contract. Can't we, can't we just enjoy what we have? Can't we just enjoy the nostalgia? If that's all we're going to get, can't we just enjoy it? I'll just say it right now. Two months is all that Daniel Bryan has left. Two months. He's going to from- I didn't think so in the beginning, but I think now he will. Oh, he's gonna, two he's months. He's going to Dose months. Till let's he's a, free. Let's have a bet. I don't want to have a bet. <laughs> I don't want to bet. No bets. Okay. No bets. Plus, guys, I just love how the Wyatt family just has all the titles. I just love that. Well, they, Daniel's an ex-Wyatt family infiltrator, brainwashed, whatever you want to call it. You know it. what? Yeah. He infiltrated. Yeah. He did. And you love Daniel Bryan. Despite his his ways. I liked him in the Wyatt family. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. They should do that again. Maybe they will. You don't know. Maybe Ray. he'll turn on Kane. Ray. Maybe he'll turn you know on what? Where's Woken Matt when we need him? Oh my god. Woken Matt's just going to bring everybody together. Jeff. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah, Bo. Everybody. He's going to have like a giant stable yeah. of people who have made been made better by yeah. this. Yeah, that'll happen. And I, for one, will love that team for the rest of my life. I would. I'll just yeah. be like, and you know what? He'll bring Mojo. He'll take Mojo. <laughs> right. Right. It, and Mojo Raleigh's going to go in the Lake of Reincarnation. I, that would not be a bad idea, actually. But what would he come back as? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I should think about that for next week. I should come up with something. That's what we should do for next week. We should come up with taking one character and totally saying if they went into the Lake of Reincarnation, what we wanted them to come out as. Mm. I'll do me. Mojo. Okay. Ray already went in though, and he didn't come back out as what I thought he would. Well, don't do Brady. Somebody else. It just made me laugh, though. I thought he was going to come back out as Husky Harris, and then he didn't come out as that. And then I was like, oh, okay. So then we'll go, uh, it, he'll be his character from FCW. Nope, that didn't happen either. I was like, all right. So much of what I know from the Lake of Reincarnation. I know who I'm going to do, though. Oh, you're not saying? I have a couple options in my mind. I got to figure it out. I'm leaning towards Bo, but then part of me is kind of leaning towards the Bryan. Okay. Only because I want to see American Dragon Daniel Bryan come back. Okay, you can't use it by another gimmick. It has to be a brand new gimmick. But the Lake of Reincarnation, if you watch... oh. Okay, I'm did. changing it, though. I'm changing it, though. The rule is... You can't change what the gimmick is of the lake! It could it could bring back anything you don't know 
bring you can't, anything. You can't bring the, the, the lake's gimmick. The original gimmick of the lake is if you dump them in, a different gimmick comes out. Because if you put Hurricane, uh, the pop star Gregory Helms and Hurricane came out. If you put Jeff Hardy and his brother Nero, you got Willow, you got Itchweed, and then you okay. got Jeff Hardy as his like John Cena-esque TNA champion version come out. Okay. We're changing the rules. Who okay, don't even don't even use the Lakers reincarnation. Who would you take and change completely their gimmick and have you know a reasoning behind why it changed, whatever, and you could do whatever you wanted, what would you do? Take the lake out of it. I like that lake. Okay, well then use the lake, but it has to be an original idea. I'm just saying. I'm just saying for argument's sake that lake has rules. Okay. Well, not in my house. It is well, you did not watch the original, so yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So not in my house. It doesn't have rules. So that's yeah. that's the homework. We might even pitch that homework to the girls. We'll see. Be interesting. All right. All right, guys. Well, I think this is the end of it since we have just argued over a lake. <laughs> We did. We did. We just argued over a lake. And let me tell you, go watch The Broken Universe if you really want to know what that lake does. Oh, God. Okay. 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 Because it's wonderful. It is wonderful. It is. It's beautiful. Spectacular. It's delightful. It's orgasmic. Oh, my God. Okay. It's time to go. What? I'm turning into Matt Hardy. I mean, you. Come on, everybody loves Matt Hardy. Okay. And if you don't, then I do you... love Matt Hardy. No, I'm just talking to the listeners. If you don't like Matt Hardy, there's something seriously wrong with you. You need to have like your brain checked or something. All right, we're gonna go. Yes. So I can think about what I want uh, Mojo to come out as out of this orgasmic lake, and um, I'll be I can back think of anything. My idea. I can think of some too, but I'm going to keep them PG. So. All right, guys. Unfortunately, we have to keep them PG. Yeah. Unfortunately. Maybe a little PG-13. We'll see. I say PG-13. I mean, come on. If a 10-year-old can say it, then yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So with that, until next week, bye. Bye.